0: Don't forget, we're also on YouTube. You can find us by searching for Bitchy Witchies. That's B-I-T-C-H-Y-W-I-T-C-H-Y-S. So don't forget the witchies part. And if you search for us on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. Check the description. All of our links will be available in our description for you to access easily. Season three.
1: Season three. Who you.
0: Right. So, should we talk about what season three is going to be like?
1: I guess.
0: <laughs> We're just going to let them figure it out along the way. Oh,
2: oh, they're doing
0: that.
2: Mysterious. Two weeks
0: in, did they die? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I guess I will talk about it. So for season three, we're changing it up just touch. And we will be doing the podcast every other week. And we will be putting out videos on YouTube still every week, probably about two a week. But the podcast itself will be recorded every other week. We will do a total of 13 episodes for a 13-episode season, and that's it. Yeah,
2: so you still get to see our faces (laughs) weekly. What? (laughs) Max, I see
1: that shit.
0: (laughs) What's he doing? I mean, I see him, but what was... He just got goosed
1: by your pyramid. (laughs) You got violated, oh, baby. <laughs> That's what he he's said. like, I, mean, I, he's like, all I did not ask door. her. I did not ask her to put this thing in my way. Now it's I got my in the butt trying to chase a squirrel out the window.
0: That's what he get. I put it on the <laughs> corner to stay away from him. <clears> so you know he's, he's got like, like, am well, still over leg.
1: here. He's like, I'm still gonna be over here. Can you move this pointy object? <laughs> Poor kitty.
2: He was fine. Whatever. <laughs> but anyways, yes, yeah, so we're, we're, you'll still be able oh, my to bad. beautiful faces um, every week, just different scheduling. So, what are we talking about today?
1: Something Bella's been wanting to talk about for quite some time now. Oh, yeah. For some reason, we haven't. Probably yes. because I have not much to say about it, so I'm probably like, eh, <laughs> talk oh. about it's okay though. I'm ready to. I'm ready to hear about it and offer my little two cents on it.
0: We are going to talk about. <clears throat> they say panic, panic.
2: Yes. Which two of us on here have actually lived through two of them?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and <Any> guess who? <laughs>
1: I don't and know. And we want to
0: talk about it because we want to hopefully not have another one for Miss Hestia to live
1: through. Yeah, we, we I think don't. we will though. I really, really, I really think we will though.
0: I know. Like I know soon. Will. It's already starting.
2: Yeah oh, for we've sure. Got, we've got that climate of how everybody's you know, everybody it's just the climate of everybody's attitude, what's going on in the world, all this mixed everything. It just sucks because we're we're right there to already relive it, especially since, you know, the last one happened, what, 20 years ago? Yeah. So. Well, and
0: actually, so for those who are not very familiar with the Satanic Panic, uh, one that tells us you haven't listened to any of our episodes, whatever. Um, <laughs> no just, uh, But the Satanic Panic actually started in the 70s, died down a little bit. Reemerged in the 80s, died down a little bit, came back full force in the 90s, and then, mo- and then mostly died out by the end of the 90s. Um, yeah. Basically, what the Satanic Panic was is, is is kind of what it just sounds like: is everybody panicking, freaking out, thinking that uh, that satanic rituals were happening left and right, um, and that Satan's were coming. Satan's Satanists were coming to uh, basically, you know, spread Satan's word and, um, and conquer the world. And, um, you know, things like in the 70s, uh, the, the well, actually late 60s or uh, into the 70s, like when Anton LaVey came out with the uh, Satanic Bible, you know, that certainly didn't help anything. Um, that, that kind of helped to propel it. It wasn't just that. But um, that, and then, of course, you may or may not remember. For those who are younger, you're definitely not going to remember. But you may have seen documentaries and such about uh, how you know rock and roll music and people would be like, "Oh, that's the devil." You could play the play the record backwards, and they're saying satanic words. Um, so that that all started in the '70s. Um, in the '80s and then uh and then again into the 90s uh he had a lot of religious zealots who continued you know this plight of we must defeat and we must conquer all these people who are doing the work of satan and the thing that made this dangerous and scary was that it was I don't want to say like the, uh, like the witch uh, trials, you know, of the 15, 16, 1700s, um, but it was reminiscent of that because it targeted people who actually were really not Satanists, who had nothing to do with it. So there were a number of daycare centers, who were um, ultimately shut down. They were attacked. The owners were accused of running child sex rings for, uh, in the guise of Satanism, performing uh, satanic rituals. I mean, a lot of innocent people lost their jobs, lost their livelihood, uh, lost their businesses, and some, some of them actually even made it to uh, be charged with some things. Um, there was actually, and um, this is definitely something that I know most of you won't remember, unfortunately I do, um, it got serious enough to the, to the point that um, at least the, for the large cities, the police departments actually started having separate training for their police officers on how to identify uh, satanic worshipers, um, how, and uh, educated on the whole satanic ritual process and all of that and things to look out for. So they had formal training on, on this. And so these were the things that like, they were looking out for. And then probably one of the most famous, which we've talked about before, is the Memphis Three. That was in the 90s, um, of three people, three boys who were um, you know they were dark goth you know they were starting they were they were practicing magic and they were accused of um, of murder and uh, at least one of them spent what
2: was it 20 years or so in jail before he was exonerated yeah because I don't think he was exonerated until right after I got out of high school because so yeah it was about 20 years so so this is not a, a
0: minor thing. Um, this wasn't, uh, you know, I think when people think of it, they think of it like a, as a joke. It's just like, you know, just uh, it's a bunch of churchgoers, you know, accusing people of of listening to, to Satan's music or whatever. It was a lot more than that. I mean, oh, yeah. a lot of innocent people had their lives ruined <clears> over, <throat> over this insanity. And yeah. um, when I was, uh, when I first started going to nursing school so now I get to talk about like how old I am (laughs) but when I was first going to nursing school I was working in a psych unit and this was in the mid 90s the unit that I was working for we were specialized in what was then known as multiple personality disorder it's now known as dissociative identity disorder EID Um, but at the time it was MPD. And um, the vast majority of the cases, the patients that we were getting had supposedly developed MPD because they were victims of satanic ritual abuse. And the stories that I remember hearing, taking care of these people, (laughs) Um it just, it blew my mind and, you know, I, I did not believe it, but, uh, but when you have this mass hysteria and when you have all of these people mm-hmm. saying that this is happening, people being formally diagnosed with these due to ritual abuse, um, you know, it, it, was, it was very eye-opening and, um, and quite scary to be honest. yeah. So, um, so I take the whole satanic panic threat really quite seriously because I experienced it ha- firsthand and I witnessed it firsthand. And I think that's, you know, for me personally, that's why I've been wanting to talk about it because humanity has a terrible habit of forgetting and rather quickly. And we already have our, the next generation, and I'm not talking about the Gen Zers. I'm, I'm talking about the millennials already. And I'm not dogging on you, Hestia, but I mean, it only took one generation for people to already start forgetting because they weren't there. So I get that part, I get that part. But, um, you know, Hestia talked about it at one point in one of our other episodes, uh, know your history and and it, we're not just talking about the Salem witch trials and you know and, and the history of Europe we're talking about your immediate history like 10-20 years ago like what we're still recovering from know your history or
2: we're doomed to repeat it yeah I mean case in point the, the satanic panic part of towards the end of the 90s when I went through you know with Columbine That was a big sparker because the kids listened to Marilyn Manson and Ozzy and, um, you know, Cannibal Corp, all those bands that I listened to, the way they dressed, um, you know, what they did to their, their, you know, peers and stuff, that sparked a big one because uh, it was the end of my eighth grade year. I was getting ready to go into high school. And the really shitty part is my parents were actually talking about moving to Aurora, Colorado, because that's where my dad's company was, and it would have made it easier for us to be a family and, you know, him be home all the time since he was a truck driver, and my parents were actually going to enroll me in Columbine. We had already started all the family stuff to get ready to move, and then that happened, and my dad said, screw it, we're not going, (laughs) you're not going to be there, Um, and literally like a week after that happened, you know, my middle school- it locked it, like, we got locked, like, not locked down, but, like, all of us who were dressed in, because we were, even though we had uniforms, you know, those of us who knew how to get around the uniform code to where we got to wear our colors, um, our uniforms were navy blue khaki pants, you know, navy blue Dockers khaki pants, our polo shirts had to be maroon, black, or white, so you can guess what two colors I wore all the time, right, and, you know, I had just started dyeing my hair black. Um, so did some of my friends. We would wear our black and white makeup all the time. And literally within a few days of Columbine, people like us in the classroom were singled out, pulled out of class, questioned, backpack searched all the time. You know, it got to the point where there were so many of us in the school because, you know, it's just the way our school was and stuff they switched us to having to wear clear backpacks. And mind you, the school year is almost over. So we had to get rid of our backpacks and use clear backpacks so they could search those of us that they were already singling out. Like I used to bring, my dad used to let me get, um, you know, like the metal magazines. And there was one that year, the issue, you know, the headline issue was Marilyn Manson with the Antichrist Superstar album. And my principal took it away Because she saw us reading it and told me I couldn't get it back unless my dad approved of it. My dad went in and I guess they had like a whole hour conversation about my appearance. Um, Are they worried about my mental health? Are they worried that I'm going to be doing this and doing that? Um, Why my dad was okay with me reading books about witchcraft? And why is he allowing me to be a Satanist? And like my dad was like, that's not what it is. So, you know, my dad, who let me be the way I was, was already butting heads and was really pissed off about how two kids in another state
1: mm-hmm.
2: who did something horrible was reflecting on another community of kids. Because he, my dad got tired of coming home every week with hearing about me and my best friends and all, you know, our group of kids being questioned and searched every day for like almost till the end of the school year because Columbine happened in April and school ended at the be- end of ju- beginning of June. So for the last month and a half of my eighth grade year, we were, you know, subjected to something that wasn't relevant, but it was because of our appearance and the way we were going. With and what- the, and that, was a, that was very similar
0: to the 80s. You know, my, my high school years were in the 80s. And that was uh, very similar, almost identical, getting called into the principal's office uh, because I happened to be the oldest one of the group of of girls that I was hanging out with. um, Having to explain to them uh, why um, Petra and Michelle, and yes, my friend's name was Petra and that's where my daughter's name comes from, um, why Petra and Michelle were wearing pentagrams. And you know, and here I am, like 14 years old, 15 years old, going, I don't know, ask them. Why why do I why would I know? Um and and um and wearing t-shirts, you know, with pentagrams on it and under our school uniforms, we also went to a private school, you know, and and being made responsible for talking to them and, and telling them not to wear these things. Um, because of you know the fear of Satanism, and you know, we're like, this is not Satanism, and um, and just being on the street, literally just being on the street, walking down Melrose Boulevard, and having cops like just slow down and stare at you, what you're doing, yeah, <laughs> it's and,
2: unnerving.
0: It's, 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 it's very unnerving at the same time, you know, when you're, when you're a young rebel like that, you, you're kind of, you kind of don't care. You just laugh it off. But, you know, thinking back on it, it's like, really? Like,
2: I was a kid. We were Seriously, like wow, come still. on. <laughs> For real. Yeah, because that's how I felt. Like, even though, like, I lived, literally, I could hop the fence to my house, to the school. But even then, because I had to walk around. And that's the way I like took my sweet ass time getting home. So it would suck because you would see people, like you said, the school officers and stuff circling and like they would go down the road, turn around and just like eyeball the groups of us. And it was like, we're 12 just because we're learning. You know, I wasn't, I was like 13, almost 14, but you know, we're we're learning who we are and we're, we're, you know, experimenting with, fashion and our our rebellious and stuff and yet you think a bunch of 12 and 13 year olds are going to go steal that cow that's across the street and sacrifice it in the middle of the football yeah. field yeah
0: seriously seriously yeah. though and and the hilarious thing was that you know i mean i obviously don't know how things are now but um we called them heshers back then um the hair dudes you know the the hard rocker dudes um, you know, it's like, they, I remember they used to get the attention, like they were the bad boys, so to speak, until all of this satanic panic shit came about. And then suddenly it was like all the attention was on us. And yeah. I'm not saying like we were little angels, of course, you know, we did dr- drugs and shit, but I mean, these 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 hair dudes i mean they were in the bathroom like half of the school day just smoking weed and dropping acid and like you're really
2: didn't you want to go bother them we're just putting on makeup (laughs) yeah we're just making sure our eyeliner is on straight and we're sitting here reading like my group of friends we would climb the gym because we had this balcony where it had a roof to where we could climb from the stairs to the roof we would go sit on top of the gym just to read all day all of our books like you know because that's when we started some of us started learning about you know witchcraft and stuff so we want to read or hey we've got a new issue of metal magazine let's read it yeah or when they had the goth what is it what was it the goth queen magazine I don't even think that thing's still in print anymore. So yeah. that's showing my age. <laughs> like, it was, it was ridiculous because I think even my first year of high school, like Columbine had just happened like a year before. And like the end of my freshman year, we already had Columbine students who lived through it, come talking to our school and it really sucked. Like, this is going to sound really shitty of me, but people as survivors coming to talk to other students, it made me feel, it made our group feel singled out because they didn't, like, they were kids themselves still talking, but they made it sound like we, they, because one thing that one of the kids said was pay attention to your fellow students and the way they act and the way they look. I was like, really? Really? You're going to do that? You're You're going to sit there and still have that, you know, just because someone looks some way, they're going to do something. Yeah. So it was really, it was shitty. So so here's where I think
0: that things are shifting and different. I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of positives to where we are today in the year 2020. Um, I think that appearance these days you know, um especially a lot of um you know the first world countries. I mean fashion has gone through so many metamorphoses that I don't think there is such a thing as looking odd anymore. Mm-hmm. You know it, it's it's no longer really an issue of appearance. Although to some uh to some uh, religious zealot, they do still kind of target, you know, the all-black thing or whatever.
2: Oh, yeah. Even um, though, you know, it's <clears throat> everywhere. Right. But uh, so I, I,
0: for me, I feel like the, the focus has been less on that and will be less on that um, should a new wave of version the 2020 version of the satanic come about that it's not going to be as much about appearance as it is about things people do and that is also to me that's equally scary i mean yay that means that you know you're not going to worry too much about as much about as what you look like but you know some of the things that that we talked about that we mentioned in some of our other episodes of of things that we were seeing of some of these people saying, like if they do yoga, if they do acupuncture, if they do acupressure, I mean, you know, really normal things that just about everybody partakes in, you know, that are looked at as evil, that are looked at as, you know, Satan's way, Satan's, Satan's army, and that, uh, that, that is scary to me. And I honestly never got out of my head that one doctor, the one, uh, the one from Nigeria, I think it was, yeah. um, that is here in Houston. Um, I can't get that person out of my mind because that is, to me, that is a real-life tangible potential of a threat, in today because
2: Especially since she's in power and she's close to people in power And she has
0: the ear and the, and the eyes of our current president Yes um, And those are, those are scary things mm-hmm. Those are very scary things It is I, I still do not feel that we will ever get to a situation like what we discussed was happening in Nigeria and some of the other countries. But that doesn't make, you know, that doesn't make the threat of it um, any less real.
2: No, it doesn't because I mean, (laughs) like it's just, it's ridiculous that we are still to that point. And like you said, you know, since your time period and my time period, there's already been, you know, two or three big points, you know, yeah. and it's, it's scary how close behind, cause like, I honestly feel like, you know, I'm not that much older, you know, I'll, I'll be 36 tomorrow, but still the fact of the matter that that was 20 years ago already. And I actually lived through and experienced that, and it still feels like it was, you know, not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And it just, I don't want to see that happen again because I know how crappy that made me feel, even though I was younger and I was just starting out on my path. But the fact is like, you know, it's stereotyping people. Like, you know, us, you know, you're punk, I'm goth. You know, Hestia is, I don't know what to call Hestia. She's the fabulous pink (laughs) bubblegum. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just think of her as this fabulous person just rolling <laughs> around in all this pretty pink and stuff. But you know, we, like each of us have our own style personalities. And for someone to look, take a look at the group of us and single out everybody because of something that is relevant to that stereotype and take yeah. it to an extreme.
0: It's- but you know, I have to bring up a conversation that we had. Um- Obviously, we weren't recording. It was, I think, a couple of days ago. Uh, Hestia, you were mentioning that you weren't as worried about it because, you know, if if anybody saw you on the street, you know, you don't look like the typical witch, right? And mm-hmm. but um, but like I was saying, I, I, for for me, I think this time around, it's going to be less about the look. You know, it's like what I feel. For instance, I mean you have a business that you're trying to kick off, you know, um, if that business has any kind of success, you know, they're going to target, or those are the types of things that, that I feel first world problems is that, you know, they would be attacking your business. They're already doing it. You know, they're doing it in small groups of things like the thing that we talked about, you know, about the, the person hanging out in front of the medical physical shop in, in Texas, you know, but, but, if we have a new wave of this, you know, they're going to be targeting businesses like this. Um, Businesses like yours, businesses like uh, people who provide acupuncture, Um, you know, people who who have yoga centers, apparently.
2: Yeah, Uh,
0: yoga apparently is is the look of the devil as well.
2: Reiki, Um, anything like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's like they, they, they hit you where, where it hurts, where they know it hurts.
1: Well, here's, here's, okay. (laughs) First, let me say that when I, when I say that I'm not personally worried about it happening again, that is a personal, like that, that's only affecting me. Right, right, right. I, I hope it doesn't happen for other people's sake, but here's why I'm not worried about it. I... Yeah, I'm I'm trying to start a business in, in this area, but I've lived without that. Sure, I'll be fine. Course. I'll be fine if that goes away. I'll be fine if that goes away. Um mm-hmm. I don't go anywhere. And if I do, if you want to physically attack me, come on. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna run. I'm not gonna run from you. So if, if you're really about that, we could do that.
0: And and I get that and you know, my point wasn't about you specifically. My point is for people to understand, you know, yeah, but that, that's that's why I, but gonna that's gonna why be. I
1: was clarifying yeah. is because when I when I made that statement, it was directly because I know how I'm cut, I yeah. know I know how I handle situations, I will be fine. Regardless, I will be fine. But I do worry about other people. And, you know, but at the same time, and this is going to sound a little harsh, but I really truly think a lot of people need to hear this. Um, You should be scared of this. And maybe you should take a hint and shut the fuck up a little bit. Thank you. Um, Stop putting everything out there. That's why, like, my face ain't all over every fucking thing. Like, I don't, you know, I don't put myself out there like that. I'm not walking around just... Saging random strangers and shit, like <laughs> you know, like calm the fuck down a little bit. You'll oh, be hell.
0: I'd slap you if you did that.
1: <laughs> <I was>
2: like... <laughs> what are you doing
1: <laughs> out there with a spray bottle of fucking Florida water?
2: <laughs> hey, that's a waste of good Florida water!
1: And I'm not worried about it. Like I said, that's just me personally. Everybody else, if you're loud. And you know what I mean by loud at this point? If you're fucking loud, you should be worried about this. I'm just not loud. So I don't give a fuck. Plus, even if I want to be loud, I'll take on that challenge. But um, I just would rather not. Like, that's just not in my character. So maybe y'all should shut the fuck up a little bit. (laughs) Like, it's good advice. It's really good advice to just shut the fuck up sometimes. Not everybody needs to know everything about you and what you do. And uh, uh, unfortunately, social media does make it seem like they care, they don't care. They just like pretty pictures. They're really simple people, I promise. I
0: agree with you and I say it all the time as well. It's just, honestly, I don't know how we stop it at this point because it's, it's fucking shit like TikTok. You know?
1: Yep. And see, that's exactly the point. You're loud. They're loud. Yeah. You're hell loud. If you're on TikTok, you're being too loud. You need but to bring it but down. But they're
0: loud about sometimes the wrong shit.
1: Or yeah, like limes. you. Uh, and like you, you're you made this whole big ass thing where you made the fucking news about cursing the fucking moon. You fucking idiot. Yeah. I hope I hope I hope one of y'all that did that shit hears this because I really think you're a fucking imbecile. An imbecile. Look it Because up.
0: because they didn't put themselves on the news. They put all of us on the news.
1: Yeah, it wasn't yeah. just for yeah. them. It was all
2: of us in this so environment. This is
0: this is one of the few things nice that I have to say about Wicca. Oh, that was really mean. I shouldn't have said it that way. Um <laughs> But um, but that is why Wicca is so in your face today. It's why everybody knows so much about Wicca. It's because people like Doreen Valiente started getting loud themselves about trying to um, counter counteract all of the mis. Uh, misinformation that was coming out about witchcraft at the time in, yeah. the, in the 60s um, because people who, as Hessier said, were being loud about bullshit um, were giving the whole community a really bad name. And so the small sub people, I guess, felt like they had no other choice but to come out and, um, and repaint the picture of Wicca. And, you know, then it went the total opposite way. And, you know, now Wicca is just beautiful and love and light and blah, blah, blah. Whatever. But but the point being is that it's because people didn't shut the fuck up. People felt like they wanted that attention. If you're doing that, you want the fucking attention. Just own it. Just, just own it. You want attention. You're not doing mm-hmm.
2: it good
0: of the community.
2: Shut the fuck up. You want it for attention. Exactly. I mean... That's all it is, is attention. Like, think about it. My kids' generation and my sister's generation, that gap, being a YouTube superstar is a life goal for them. Or a TikTok superstar now, as this comes out. Those are life goals. There's no life goals of becoming a doctor, a surgeon, a lawyer, anything like that. It's I'm going to be a YouTube star. That is all the aspirations. And with them being, like Hestia said, loud about it, that's all they're trying to do. They're trying to get their 15 minutes of fame and paycheck for being stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah, y'all don't need to keep quoting me on the loud thing, but okay.
2: <laughs> it sounds good. It
0: sounds good. But, but but the fucked up part, though, is that they're loud about it or the people that are making whoever, I'm not just talking about, you know, witchcraft, whatever group or subculture that they're representing you know you suddenly become the spokesperson of that and that's that is a lot of responsibility that i don't think people realize or if they do then they eat it up and and think that what gospel and you know i guess we can say the same for us (laughs) you know but um but our goal in a very no not
1: really because yeah, true. because nobody here nobody here is like what we say is gospel because between yeah. the three of us we damn near never do anything the same.
0: That's true. And true. nobody
1: has nobody has ever been like oh that's wrong. <laughs>
0: and, and, and I'm probably gonna um, I'm probably gonna I don't know choke or something as I say this, but you know we're probably more reminiscent of the starts of Wicca for you know uh, when they were trying to. Just straighten out some of the misconceptions, mm. which is why they got out into the public eye, so to speak, um, in hopes that you know maybe at least some people will hear and and hear a little bit of truth.
1: It's and see our that kind of goes back. To, that kind of goes back to a conversation me and you, well all three of us had um, about the general generational differences and how it has been handled and how the millennial in me always wants to argue with them and always wants to at least try to educate them on it. Even though I know it's not going to stick every time. It's like, okay, well maybe if I could get one person, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like I said, that's just, you know, that's my generation's outlook on shit. We want to try to help as much as we can
0: well, I, um, I, think, I think every generation has that outlook. You know, my perspective on that when we had that conversation was um, know, your tar- know your audience, know your target audience. You know, the, the, the target audience that we are essentially talking to is, let's face it, the predominant number of people are in the lower age range. There's probably not very many people my age who've been practicing for a really long time. I know there's people that have been practicing for a long time that, are, that, that listen to us and that watch us, but we also have a lot of newer, younger people. And so mm. this is in hopes of of spreading that information to them, for, to, hopefully for them to make some better choices or at least more informed choices, as exactly. opposed to trying to explain to somebody that has a completely different mindset and is not interested in hearing, with what we have to say. Those are the people that I feel I no longer waste my energy or my time with because it'll only make things worse. Because I know that regardless of what I say, everything will be turned around to their frame of mind, through what their beliefs are. And there's nothing that I can do about that, nothing
1: no yeah and and like i said it's it's not that i'm and this is where uh it it gets a little difficult for me at times because i argue with myself so often (laughs) because at heart at heart i truly am a millennial and i have like the millennial i want to fix the world complex um you know, I, I don't know what I'll have to look into my natal chart a little more and find out why the fuck we're all like that. But <laughs> we're all the fuck like that. I don't know what to tell you. That's just how we are. Yeah. So, so I have this complex of I want to fix this. I want to get rid of racism. I want to fix this. I want to make sure the religious people know I'm not fucking the devil every night. Um, <laughs> Like, I want, I want to, like, educate people and help and, like, try to make people comfortable. Like, everybody just be chill, you know? But yeah. um, th- there's also the part of me that was raised by people. I was not raised around anybody my own age. The, the closest person in age to me was my aunt who is 10 years older than me. So I also have that cynical asshole. Oh, they're not gonna fucking listen to me. I'm not gonna waste my breath. And there are uh, numerous times where I have opportunities to educate somebody on something or check somebody on something. And I don't just because I'm like, you know what? I cannot waste my energy on this right now. <laughs> yeah, um, you
0: see, I think, I think from the Gen X perspective, it's a different approach. There is still the approach of changing. Trust me when I say that, but it's changing from within and it's changing kind of ninja like (laughs) Um, and it's calculated. Like I'm not going to try to school you on something if I know that you're going to take it and turn it around to your beliefs. So I'm going to do it in a different way. So don't think I'm not going to do anything about it, but I'm not going to sit here and try to proselytize to you or, or try to explain it to you because every single word coming out of my mouth I already know and the reason why I feel confident saying I already know is because many of you if Christians if you're listening to it which is again weird if you are but um, because you're because you have a lot of uh, things that have been published out there that says whatever they say they're going to say this they're going to say that that's what Satan wants them, wants them. So I already know how you're going to respond to what I say. No matter what the truth is, you're going to excuse it as those are lies, Satan lies. Satan made him, made her say that. And so we're not going to have an outright conversation about that. You know, uh, I'm going to go about it differently. That's just that's our our, our train of thought. But just let tongue.: Yeah. I mean, that's my son's. That's why he became a lawyer.
2: Exactly. Con- infiltrate it- from within. <laughs> See? And see, this is where you've got me, who I'm literally in the middle between Hestia and Bella generation. I'm the, what do, what do you call us? Zenial. I'm a Zenial. So, I, I feel Bella on this end, because it's like, I, I really don't want to bother with you today, and then I'm with you know, Hestia, where like, I need to just just fix you. I just need to work on it, and then get you to understand. And yeah. then there's the days I'm like, I'll give you a half ass answer because I just don't want to deal with it because that's, that's, I'm me in the middle, you know, but yeah,
0: my main goal is to get through to the starry eyed looking through rose colored glasses, innocent, naive person. Who thinks that everything is just hunky-dory, it's 2020, everybody accepts everybody, I can talk about anything that I want, and all I have to do is just explain it to you and we're all going to be okay.
2: Yeah. Or There's like little answer. assholes from last night on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole,
0: yes, but you know what? I would rather have that. <laughs> What we're referring to you guys is we were bantering with somebody on social media who basically was telling us to um, just uh, calm the fuck down because uh, witchcraft isn't real. They even said the witch trials were fake and fictional. Yeah. And, um, And to be honest with you, I much prefer that over than somebody telling me that everything that I'm doing is because of Satan, watch out for her, she's dangerous.
2: Oh yeah. Especially I'd rather me. take that little shithead kind of conversation any day versus the whole religious. I'd
0: rather thing. have people believe that what we're doing is not real and we're just we're just, you know. Playing Harry crazy. Potter.
2: Playing <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah, dude. I mean and that, that's, I will take any that's day.
0: where we were before this turned into a fad again. This isn't the first time that Witchcraft has become a fad. But I haven't seen it this bad. But that's where we were. We were flying under the right radar because to most people, you know, it was just like, oh, you just do that when you're a kid. And I was like, this is not real, you know, they're harmless. And, but now, because all you motherfuckers are so loud.
2: <laughs> you guys, like, you guys have the amplifier on overdrive. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, that kid,
0: stop talking to us and stop saying stuff when he actually started checking out our profiles.
2: Our, yeah. His little creeper was on our profile. And when he
0: saw that we were serious, he shut up. And to be that's uh you know, you can take that both ways. You can take it in, you know, you're in a positive way and say, "Oh, he sees we're serious, he's leaving us alone." Or you can t- take it in the cynical way and say, Oh, shit, these people are real. Now we're in trouble because there's actually people who are really doing this shit. Mom, guess what I saw? We need to tell our pastor. Do so you want to talk about life goals? That's my life goal for, uh, for our community right now, is to get back to that place. And I'm sure yes. that there's going to be some witches that are going to be really pissed at me for saying that. But I want to get back to the place where, where the majority of people don't think it's real, where the majority of people just think that we're being silly. I just want to get back to that place. I
2: would rather deal with them thinking we're silly and playing make believe all all they want. Like that—that was that because
0: that's not—that's nothing to deal with.
2: No, because, that's
0: uh, they'll they'll just pass us on by and go on to the next thing.
2: Yeah, because like you said, you know, yes, this, this this is picked up in the last five ten years, but those years before that, after you know, not, not whole, ten
0: years, five, years, five yeah, years, Yeah,
2: something like that, you know i suck at math you remember that (laughs) Uh, but you know like those years prior after the whole columbine thing literally died down in like a year or two and shit like it was fucking amazing because you could just be you without anybody throwing a bible or holy water and shit at you
1: yeah (laughs) if oh my god dude don't you ever. <laughs> don't you ever. <laughs> I just got so irritated just you saying that if you throw holy water on me, I'm going to knock your fronts out. Ew. You. you not just throw water at people who who are you? Who raised you?
0: You know, I'm at the point now where I prefer I prefer to be under the radar. But at the same time, you know, I'm I'm happy with myself. I am comfortable with myself. I'm comfortable with who I am. Um, If people find out, they find out. I'm still not like outwardly going to uh, tattoo it on my forehead. I'm still not going to call up uh, every single one of my family and tell them everything that I'm doing. If they find out, you know, I'll deal with it then. I'm not going to deny it. When I see everything that's going on right now, I feel like as a community as a whole, and I have something to say about that in a second. But as a community and a whole, as a whole, we are setting ourselves up. We are, I, I am, yes, I am blaming our community. And you can send me hate mail. Mm-hmm. But I am blaming our community for setting ourselves up for the next wave of a, of, a, of a new version of a satanic panic. Now, back to my statement of as a community, quote unquote. Unfortunately, I am including a fad folk in that, because like it or not, they are representing our community. Yeah. We may beg to differ as to whether or not they truly are, but the fact of the matter is in regular reality, they represent our community.
2: Yeah, because they're and, the ones up front. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And um, and unfortunately, there's enough of us that were so excited to see the interest peak and the the, the hopes and, and sparkles of, um, yay, we're going to be able to come out in the open and things are more accepted, accepted. And, um, you know, there was enough of us that were excited about that, that we welcomed it with open arms in the beginning. And so... We possibly, maybe not, maybe we never had the opportunity to control it, but we possibly could have um, controlled it a little bit better. Whatever reasons, we didn't. And now it's out of our hands. Now it's out of control.
2: Exactly. I mean, I'll be honest. I was like, all right, it's cool. We can be ourselves. You know, we're not going to be, you know, executed or crucified or anything like that. So I'll be honest, I'm one of those people who was a little excited to be able to, to be out a little more freely and everything. But then, like you said, all these little shitheads came out and they have made it a giant clusterfuck of a rave about it. And they're the ones, literally, the poster children for our community. And that's not who most of us are. Yeah. yeah. So my bad for wanting to be, you know, a little more open and stuff. But then what happens? These little little a shit A little heads,
1: or a lot.
2: <laughs> these these a lot of shitheads came out and <laughs> totally stole the limelight and screwed it up. So my bad.
0: <clears throat> yeah, but you know, I've brought up the situation about that that girl who that lady who found that that cursed jar in a cemetery. I brought that up a few times. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, what I what I didn't mention before is uh, referring to what I mentioned earlier about, you know, I still remember the times um, when police departments were were formally educated on looking for satanic worshipers and um, and satanic ritual abuse and such and so that was the first thing that came to to mind I had a flashback when she said I am taking this to the police I mean I had like you know I, I had a very negative flashback to that because you know like we were talking about earlier I remember you know like I said you know policemen kind of slowing down as you're walking by just eyeing you watching you it's like Dude, I don't need. I don't want that again. I do not no. want that again. I mean, I don't either. Because I mean, and, and like Hestia, it's not like I'm out and about all day long either. You know, I'm, I'm no. a recluse myself. But I also don't want to hear about that
2: happening to others. No, because I mean, the same here. Like you guys know, I really don't leave my house either that much. And be since I've become a parent, I've really toned down what I look like. So I mean. When I go out there to the public, I just look like that weird mom with colored hair and tattoos. Other than that, I, and you know, like I said last time on the witch hunt episode last season, I put my jewelry in my shirt or in my hoodie so nobody can see it because I don't need that crap and neither do my kids.
0: I think people realize this inherently, but until you experience it and you're reminded about it, but, um, you know, it wasn't that long ago, and when I say not that long ago, I'm talking maybe six months ago, um, where I experienced, you know, a, um, a very heavy-duty Christian <clears throat> who became aware of what I did, no choice. She was here in my house, um, and, and I was reminded how they react to people like us. And um, I had, the reason why she came over was because I was looking for somebody to dog sit and to house sit. And um, so I had put an ad. And, uh, and this girl, she was I think like 17 or 18. She, um, she answered the ad. We got along really well over the phone, exchanged pictures, showed her a picture of my dog. I mean, it was great. And then she came over and um and she took a look around and she asked me if i was wicked and i uh of course said uh not that but you know something similar and uh and that was that she after that she said no thank you um that makes her really uncomfortable. And, um, and that was that. You know, she, she basically uh, texted me and said that she was gonna be sick for the next month, really bad liar, uh, and that she couldn't come over and, uh, do, and, and house sit and babysit my dog, and, um, and that was that. And, and, and that was a nice exchange. That was a that was a very nice exchange. That's not always going to be that nice, but she was obviously mortified by what she saw. She was very uncomfortable, and I appreciate the fact that she at least told me she was uncomfortable. She didn't try to she didn't try to you know pretend. She told me she was uncomfortable, and so yeah, I, I get it. That's fine. That, that's your prerogative, um, but you know. That that's a that's a that's a positive experience. Yeah, um, that's pretty you know, positive
2: compared to a lot of other experiences. compared to
0: yeah, compared to what can happen, especially if a new wave of satanic panic comes comes out. Absolutely. You know, and and I honestly, when she left, I was a little scared. I've got to tell you because. I was worried that she was going to go back and tell her parents, and um, and I don't know if she ever did, but you know I wasn't sure what was going to come of off come of that interaction. Thank goodness, nothing more than just her saying sorry, bye, ever again. Um, but but you know what? Um, and after that, I took the ad down and I said, "Fuck it," and uh, and I just you know arranged something with Petra. Um, and, uh, and I'm very, very careful anytime I have somebody come over to the house. I don't, I don't throw parties or anything, but you know, I do have people that come over to the house to, you know, do certain work or whatever. And I admittedly, you know, I, I shut the door to my room. I don't let them in. I tell them it's a storage room. Um, if I have anything else out uh, around the house, I take it down. And I put it away in rooms because I did not like that feeling. I I, I did not like that interaction because like I said, you know, I, I still have memories. I remember of what it was like. Many of you don't have those memories because you didn't experience it. And so I don't really know, you know, how to best portray that other than tell you my own stories.
2: Yeah. I mean, I had a similar situation. Well, it it actually pertains to family. Um, When my husband and I first got married and we had moved up here to North Carolina and everything, I had a bunch of people, you know, be very negative about it. And it was not a good feeling at all. We had certain family members who didn't want me to be around their kids because they didn't like the fact that I was a witch you know, or my practice yeah. and everything. So it, it, it was a hurtful kind of moment. So I mean, at least you had it easier. You you had the nice I'm sorry, I'm gonna be sick for like months. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for nice. Yeah. Thanks for the job offer. Thank you. That was awesome. Yeah. So that was that's a nicer way, you know. But I mean, it's just like people don't even understand that it's not gonna be that easy. And like on my side it could come from family. I mean, were they blood family? No. Were they technically still part of the family? Only because they were their, my nephew's, you know, dad. But, you know, he, he didn't like it. Like, he played nice in front of me. And then I would hear about it from everybody else that he didn't want me around because he didn't like my practice. But in my face, he was, you know, the sly, I'm still going to be nice kind of person. But then it sucks when you're hearing that you know, from your, your nephews who want to spend time with you because they don't care what you do, their dad doesn't want you to be around because, yeah. because you know it conflicts with their belief system. So that, that'll be a heart, heartbreaking part, especially when it's not directly to your face or explained to you from that person and it's coming from multiple people in the actual family. It's heartbreaking for people to be that way. And I mean, other people are going to get worse experiences from complete strangers. Yeah. Since we seem to be,
0: uh, uh, you know, really big on protesting these days, you know, um, you know, I'm I'm sure that some of that might come about. Uh, that actually happened in the '80s as well. Um, the the protesting, a lot of Christian groups uh, did a lot of protesting in front of. Um, uh, Stores, record stores, um, nope.
2: records, um, clothing yeah. stores, certain nightclubs, um, a yeah. whole bunch of different things. I mean, I was little when it went through there, or I wasn't mm-hmm. born, but I remember hearing about all that,
0: yeah. But
2: uh, you know, we,
0: we, we may start seeing some of that again.
2: You guys need to understand that we have that climate and that mood and attention to get to that point again. Yeah, that's a really good summary.
0: We do. We do.
2: We, we're we to that climate of, you know, we're like you said, we, we, we're really good at this protesting stuff right now. And we don't know, we, we could have the really bad stuff that's going to go with it. And but, that, it's sad. Sorry, oh, I mean, you know, like we have talked about it. I'm afraid it's going to get a, to the point of people actually physically getting hurt. Not just, like, water balloons or, you know, mm-hmm. disgusting spit. Someone's going to target a, a festival, you know, because there's a bunch of witches' festivals that go on and stuff. That I'm afraid it's going to get to the point where someone's going to do a mass, mass shooting because they're so scared of it.
0: I know it's really easy to say... Oh, you old people, you know, you guys are just, you know, you're, you're just exaggerating or whatever, but I, you know, I got to tell you, I mean, this has been on my mind now for a good, a good year, at least, but I know, I know I am not the only one that feels it, um, I people have been, uh, coming out, not necessarily out of the woodwork, but I've, you know, I've seen a few YouTube channels that are also in my age group. Um, I've seen uh, an article here or there also from people in my age group where we all have remembered this and we are all feeling and seeing the same thing that the next, that we are positioning ourselves for the next Satanic Panic Wave. And I hope that Whoever's listening to this, that you take take some sort of stock in that, because it's it's not just it's not just one person saying that. You know, when 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 I'm hearing and seeing that um, it, we are feeling it, that we are seeing it based on what we personally experience. You know, that's got to mean something. I hope it means something to you guys. I really do even though I am pretty badass and you should just listen to me regardless, but you know.
1: Yeah. And, I agree. and you know it's what, if we will, uh, when this episode goes up, I'll put up some screenshots because I know something that sparked this conversation. Uh, well, not specifically about the satanic panic, but about people currently nowadays doing witch hunts and, You know, we already discussed this a little bit. So it's not like it's not already happening places. It's Mm -hmm. just not here right now. So, you know, but we've seen uh, there was a comment thread on something that I showed you guys a while back where somebody was like talking about how everything which is due is satanic. Like everything. (laughs) They were like everything. Um, And that is concerning. So, I really do hope that if you take anything away from this, be be aware of the fact that what you put out there, when it comes to marginal groups like this, um, what you put out there really kind of affects everybody else too, not just you. Yeah, and exactly. be fucking careful because <laughs> you're, you're not being careful right now. Like I said, you guys are really fucking loud right now and this is a walks this is a walk of life that really is supposed to be quiet and I get that you're not really supposed to tell somebody like quote unquote how it's supposed to be or what you're supposed to but but here's the it's incredibly personal you know like it is so personal why do you feel the need to share that like that's like me going on Instagram every morning and showing you the pair of I'm about to wear that day. <laughs> you, it's it, like, what the fuck? Like that is a personal choice that you're making. Keep it to your fucking self. Nobody else needs to know that it brings unnecessary attention to you and it brings an, unnecessary attention to other people and the thing is though you might be comfortable with that attention the people that you're drawing attention to might not be so be courteous of other people as well i get it everybody wants to have their 15 minutes of fame nowadays you want to go on tiktok and get famous you want to go on youtube and get famous i get it um just know that that comes with consequences (laughs) so but it it uh, also
0: comes with um responsibility
1: that i feel and here's the thing um you know what Fuck it. it's gonna sound how it sounds i feel like (laughs) if you're young you shouldn't be even attempting to take that on if you're in your 20s i don't care if you've been doing this your whole life and you're in your 20s you're you still should not be the face of this it should be somebody who's got Decades into this, somebody who really knows their shit and can defend it and defend it well and defend it with honor and pride and something that the community can represent, like not represent, but something that the community can support. Instead of constantly being like, no, that doesn't apply to us. Oh, well, that doesn't apply to us like, you know, no i mean like i said it, it's an age thing you you want to be famous and everything but this isn't the way to do it it's really fucked up what you're doing
2: well
0: um, and that's the other thing you know that i noticed like from that article that you shared with us about the tiktok um person who had a really who has a really famous tiktok channel or whatever on how she was saying i feel like there's this there's this gap that's happening between you know more seasoned witches, or older witches, and the younger witches, you know. Like, uh, well, this is just how we practice. You know, I don't know about you guys, but you know, you guys are older, and yeah, I mean, that's sweet and all, and and that's uh, every every group is going to have that, but um, but that's not how the world looks at it. So, I so. I'm going to give you another work, work example because I always bring my work into this I can't help it. But like I try to ex- I try to explain, you know, to to people that have been my employees a report to me, you know, it's like we work for, you know, I don't know, University Hospital of Bonestown. Okay? Um when, somebody inter- when a patient or a family member interacts with somebody in that hospital, they don't think that I am interacting with the cafeteria. They don't think I'm interacting with two north. They don't think I'm interacting with the lab. Whoever the hell you are, what department you're from, all they're thinking of is I'm talking to somebody from University Hospital of Jonestown or whatever the hell I said and um and that's what it is you know with the with this whole age split that we're starting to see. It's like that's fine amongst us, if you want to put that 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 divider, fine, but still, what you do is representative of all of us, and that's that's just- that's just human nature. I mean, the average person is not going to go, huh, I wonder if I'm talking to a new witch, a young witch, or an older witch. And which one, I mean, no, nobody's going to take the time to do that. All they're thinking is, I'm hearing from somebody who's representative of the witchcraft community. So that's uh, hard to remember, I think, sometimes for some people.
2: It is. Sorry really. about my
0: work example. It's, you know, obviously I have no life. It's just this <laughs> and, and my jobs.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Well, it, it's the same here. You know, I've got home life and children and this. <laughs> yeah. So, I think
1: I, and this is kind of just a little bit of a tangent, but why not start off the season with a tangent?
2: <laughs> so, we need a head one.
1: <laughs> I think another problem is that a lot of the people that are seeking attention with this heavily like building these huge followers on tiktok and youtube and instagram and sharing information part of the problem is you are becoming a face of it and you're a beginner that's problematic i don't give a fuck how you feel about that that's problematic because you don't know shit yet and I get it, you want to share your journey and shit, but don't be trying to teach people. Come on, man. Like, have some common sense. You that's don't a really good what point. The fuck you're doing. You're, you don't even know what the fuck you're doing yet, and you're trying to teach people shit. Like, what that's are you That's a really doing? good point,
0: because there's a difference between sharing your journey and teaching somebody. He, a, a YouTube channel, uh, he does pre- predominantly tarot, Papa Squirrel. Um, you know, that's one of the things that I really appreciate about his channel. Is because he said from day one, and he still says, you know, I am a beginner. Um, I'm here to document my journey with you. So hopefully you can pick up something. But, you know, not here to tell you, like, this is what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Follow the journey. That's fine. But be clear about about that.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I see... um...
0: I, I, I've seen a couple of people, I think we saw somebody on Lunar Tides, what, just a couple of weeks ago, post that she's relatively new and she's looking to start a channel. Why?
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I was like, if you don't know anything, why do you want to show a channel? Like, what? what's the purpose?
1: You know I mean, what the purpose is. Yeah,
2: exactly. You know what the purpose is.
1: We know attention. What the attention they want. The attention they want to try to get or the, money. the followers, the money. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, why are you posting that on here? You, you, you just because you see the posts about other people's channels or whatever, or are you just, I don't know. That one member just agitated <laughs> and just, me.
1: And just to let everybody know, most of the good shit is never going to be on this. The channels with millions of followers. I promise you because they have to one, they have to sugarcoat shit to get that kind of followers because people are touchy mm-hmm. as fuck. Yep. You're, we we will never have millions of followers because the, our, the way we talk, the how real we keep it, the information we give is not everybody friendly. Right. So off rip, we, that's not what we're here for. We're here for people who are actually in this walk of life. We're not here for new people. We're not here trying to teach new people. We're just trying to tell you if you're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're just going to call you out right then and there. No, but
0: you know what? That's a really good point because yeah, when, you, when you look at um, you know the people that have literally hundreds of thousands of followers in this community and you look at their content, it is very generic it's very commercial and it's very
1: the same as everybody else's
0: and it's not a knock on them i mean obviously they're doing great i mean look i'm sure they're making you know some good money some good income one of them's put out a book but um but yeah just understand what you're getting is is very generic stuff um, very beginning stuff which probably will be good for people who are beginning um but at some point you're going to want to verge from that because they're never going to continue and get more in depth because they are running a business. Let's face it, they're running a business. And so they're going to need to continue to put out content that is going to bring in viewers, which is going to continue to be the new things.
2: Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, The ones that I've seen like that, like, they are, I don't want to sound like a big asshole, but most of them cater to the fads, the trends, everything. Um, Like, when all these sets at different stores come out that are, you know, basic witch things, that's what most of these channels cater to. And they, they cater it to as a fashion and not a practice. And, I mean, a lot of that is not going to be what you want to know. And, like Hesia said, I mean, most of the channels that I do follow that are really good information, they don't have that many followers. Mm-hmm. Like, my like my favorite ones, they may have, at, may have, like, a thousand followers. And they've been around for a good couple years and stuff. But the information that's there is amazing. So, you yeah. know. Always look for those small people, you know. I think
0: I think the channel that I follow um, that has the most um, is White Ravens Lair. Yeah. I I think she has like forty thousand or something. Yeah. She's also, of course, she's also been on for
2: like seven, eight years. Yeah. I think she's going on eight years this year. Yeah. And she's only there, but that's because she's giving you information, great information. That a lot of these kids are like, this is just too much for me. Or, or oh, this is not fancy enough for me, you know? Yeah. So, like, she has some amazing content. Mm-hmm. And she's been around for almost a decade. And yet, she doesn't even have that many followers as these basic bitch witches have. <laughs> I'm sorry, this pretty crystal today that I found for $5.99 at, you know so-and-so store is not going to be the best thing for me today. Yes, that was rude. I didn't mean to be rude. But <laughs> that is how I feel with all these newer channels and these TikTok things. It's an aesthetic which thing. It's an aesthetic appeal, not that the practice is an appealing thing. Which, again, the aesthetic thing throws us in the light that we don't want to be in.
0: I don't got anything else. Does anybody have anything else?
2: Yeah, shut the fuck up a little bit. <laughs> Great way to end it. Uh, do we have anything else to discuss or let the viewers know this week?
1: Um.
2: Yes. Oh shit!
1: What the fuck? Why are you yelling?
0: <laughs> Everybody. Okay. By the time you see this, it will have already happened. But so make sure. That you comment or send messages, but tomorrow is Miss Mountain Gypsy's birthday.
2: Oh, that's not what I thought you were gonna say. (laughs) I'm old. I have gone down around the uh, world or the sun for thirty (laughs) six (laughs) years.
1: They both got birthdays coming up.
2: But mine's not for mine's still three
0: weeks. Yes. So first. First comes Miss Mountain Gypsies, which is tomorrow. So by the time you guys will hear it, it'll be like five days ago or something,
2: <laughs> right? But yes, so you know, having you guys have made it a great year, and I get to kick off a whole new year with you guys. It's so amazing. first
0: comes hers, then
2: comes mine, then comes Miss Hestia's season mine is, is of way later. <laughs> We didn't get to celebrate Hestia's because hers happened, like, what, a couple weeks prior to us kicking off our first season.
1: Yeah, Um, I guess that's all we got for that.
2: Our bitching is done for the day. Mm -hmm.
1: Yep.
0: But don't forget to like and subscribe and stay tuned for more videos. More of our beautiful faces. Sometimes, and, sometimes just cool. our beautiful voices.
1: Yeah, and if you would like us to keep making videos and stuff, um, if you can consider supporting us on Patreon, we'll be setting up a uh, buy me a coffee as well. That way, it's it doesn't necessarily have to be a monthly you know payment. You could just kind of hey, this episode was cool, you bitches earned a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Support your local witches,
2: always. Okay. Yes, please.
1: Yes, please.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Bye. Okay, bye.
1: Don't forget to check out our website at www.BitchyWitchies.com and that's Bitchy Witchies spelled B-I-T-C-H-Y-W-I-T-C-H-Y-S.com
2: Hey guys, don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms. Go to Facebook backslash bitchy witchy podcast. And don't forget the I is number one in bitchy. And head to Instagram for Instagram backslash official BW podcast to keep up to date on every new episode on our YouTube and on Anchor.
0: Check the description. All of our links will be available in our description for you to access easily.